Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome to the CB Wallet Podcast. I'm Phil Lucas. And I'm Phil Gerrards. Why are we here, Phil? Well, we're going to talk about the greatest disasters in world history and some that you may never have heard about. What went wrong, how it went wrong, and whether it was our fault or God's fault. Absolutely awesome, Phil. Do you know what I think that is? No. I guess awesome. <laughs> but remember, Phil, it's not our intention to make light of the sometimes quite substantial mortality rate to some of these disasters, is it? We're just interested in finding out what went wrong. And be honest with yourself, Phil, if it came on the news, I reckon you'd be interested, you talentless piece of ass. <laughs> Breaking news impress me much. Uh, what are we wanging on about this week, Phil? The Shania Twain Centre. I finally made it. Thank you for your patience. The Shania Twain Center is now officially open. Though she's now known the world over, Shania Twain definitely still belongs to this small northern Ontario mining community. Let's go, girl. Shania invites us on an exclusive private tour as she revisits her old haunts and walks down memory lane at the Shania Twain Center for the very first time. So, Philip Lucas. Mm. Philip Lucas, um, uh, all the way over there in Hove. Um, yes, isolation zone Hove to be east. Yes, that's right. I'm in Sector Kemptown 1 uh, mm. for the first time in lockdown. Lockdown! The Shania Twain Centre. What was it? It was a tourist attraction in Timmins, Ontario, Canada, that exhibited memorabilia from the singer Shania Twain. You could say that it was a monument to the fleeting nature of pop celebrity and the follies of municipal government. Ooh, lovely. When did it happen? Uh, between the 30th of June 2001 and the 1st of February 2013. How many people died? No physical beings perished, but a lot of pride did and a whole lot of taxpayer dollars went up the swanny. Are you a fan of Shania Twain? Uh, not really, no. Me neither. And when, <laughs> when I was reading your stupendous research for this, I think you've done a, you've done a bang-up job as usual. Um, Thank you. The thing that really came across is I had no idea she was this successful. <laughs> no, no, I just it's just a name, isn't it? It's just just a, just a, yeah. a, a a singer's name that gets bandied about um, along that. Uh, what's that other one about the same sort of time? Anastasia. You like you know you've, yeah. you've heard of them. But you don't yeah, think that... Yeah, I know. thought that Shania Twain was mid-table. You know what I mean? Like somebody mm. who's made the, made a living from music, but not much more than that. And yeah. I read this and find out she's one of the most successful musicians of all time. Shania Twain. Now, we don't know who she is, but I imagine, uh, some, I imagine some people do. But I imagine other people are Luddites like us and don't know anything about the Canadian songstress. Who was Shania Twain? Okay. Uh, well, you speak of her in the past there, Phil, but... Uh... Is she not dead? No, she is very much alive, unlike her visitor centre. Phil, oh, okay. here's that vital info. Cue the Wikipedia music. 
Shania Twain, born Eileen Regina Edwards on August 28, 1965, is a Canadian singer and songwriter. She has sold over 100 million records, making her the best-selling female artist in country music history and among the best-selling music artists of all time. Her success garnered her several honorific titles, including the Queen of Country Pop. I thought she was from Canada, not Texas. But I, uh, no, when, basically, you've got that's that that's the accent from Alaska all the way down to Mexico. Right. right? Okay. Fair play. And then it all becomes Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> 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 For the rest, that's the two accents you got with me. Okay. <laughs> For that hemisphere, <laughs> it's 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 Texas, and then it's Speedy on Gonzalez. That's all I can do. Well, well, thank you for it, and thank you for the information, Phil. I personally don't know any of her songs, and all of this means nothing to me. You want to hear a Shania Twain song? Yep. Try this. Or this. Yeah, you like that? Well, take this. That don't impress me much. <laughs> Did you know any of those songs? Uh, actually, I did know a couple of them, but I'll be honest, Phil, they are not my bag at all, I'm afraid. Me neither. And I've always thought that that don't impress me much, which is the one that she's really known for. Mm. It's the most mean-spirited song of all time, isn't it? <laughs> Nothing you can do will impress me. <laughs> People do things that are that they think are impressive but aren't. You know, like YouTubers, white men who have podcasts, you know, things that, that aren't important. <laughs> but she's not impressed by Brad Pitt, according to that song. Brad Pitt and Rock scientists yeah <laughs> i'm like mate you are a country music singer like i think you should be impressed by rocket science i'm surprised she's married he must be one hell of a guy well he must be he must be pretty good if he's better than if he's better than a rock scientist brad pitt who owns a car i mean that's pretty impressive <laughs> isn't it i've always thought that that's it's it really goes down doesn't it, it starts but not being impressed by rock scientists and then brad mm. pitt and then the last one is just having a car <laughs> mate <laughs> Do you think she was possibly going through quite a depressive episode when she wrote that song? You know, like when you get depressed, you get de- nothing impresses you, you know? Oh, yeah, do you reckon that was, she's just dead inside? Yeah, she's <laughs> lying in bed. She's just bringing her dinner, she's going, oh, God, that don't impress me much. <laughs> <laughs> the thing, thing I think about her as well is, you know, like Alan Partridge when he's on mm. the street, uh, Steve Coogan when he's on the street, he has to endure people going, aha! yeah imagine the pain of shania twain like what because of this song what she has to go through every day of her life like she gets she she pulls up in a car park she asks for a ticket the car parking man says you don't impress me much she goes she gets a paper the paper goes oh there's your paper that don't impress me much and she goes oh yes very good I mean, I'm guilty of it. I I, I mentioned it uh, at the very beginning of this podcast. But on the flip side, I wasn't talking to a face. I think if Shania Twain came in my house, you are duty bound to say you don't impress me much. <laughs> or man, I feel like a coffee. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, she's made a rod for her own back there, I think. I- I'll be honest with you, though, Phil. When it comes to Shania Twain, I, I think... It's the sort of music, yeah, that middle managers who enjoy Top Gear would listen to. It's a hundred, it's mega middle of the road, isn't it? Um, yeah. I'm say, I'm say, say, having just said that we don't know anything about Shania Twain whatsoever, <laughs> yeah. I have pinned her as firmly the middle of the road. <laughs> Country music with hand sanitizer. 
Yeah, yeah, that's right. How can we offend nobody apart from people with cars, Brad Pitt and rocket scientists? <laughs> it's like it's like the Lighthouse family as well. I always think oh. how do they how do they pitch it that banal? If oh, you see it's what I mean, like. bland as a rivator, aren't they? <laughs> it really is. Can you imagine if they're playing it through and somebody accidentally puts like a diminished fifth in it and they're like, Whoa, Terry <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go fucking nuts here, right? This isn't Chicago in the eighteen fifties. <laughs> Play C like I taught you. <laughs> anyway, uh, whatever I think about or you think about Shania Twain doesn't matter, does it really? At the end of the day, no. she is Canada's queen of country pop and in the late 90s was a household name and a recognised face worldwide selling more than 100 million albums. That's insane. Isn't it? 100 million albums. Do you know what? That impresses me much. <laughs> <laughs> I can begin to see why she isn't Im- she isn't impressed by somebody with a car now. She's sold a hundred million albums. That's, That's insane. A lot of albums, isn't it? It is a lot of albums, isn't it? Uh, I can't even envisage how many albums that is. That's a lot. But I'm going to give you some facts about Shania Twain because if if we've learned anything from doing 36 episodes of this podcast, it's that I like to give you quick facts in a bullet point format. Fact me one time. Shania is a devotee of Saint Met. An Eastern spiritual philosophy which calls for daily meditation as well as abstinence from alcohol, drugs and premarital sex. It, it does sound pretty dull, doesn't it, right? Yeah. I guess a dull, dull religion. Have you <laughs> have you ever tried um, meditating? Uh, meditating? Uh, yeah, it's hard, isn't it? It's really difficult. Yeah. Because once you clear away all of the sort of the bad thoughts about how you're not you're not getting anywhere in your life, you might be ill, your wife hates you, all that sort of stuff, right? Mm. Once you clear away all those intrusive thoughts, you're still <laughs> left with I really should be washing up during this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really I really ought to you know, that carpet needs cleaning. I really ought to be getting on with something because this is just this is just a waste of my time. I'll be honest with you, because, you know, we're in this lockdown coronavirus thing. You need to kind of just keep your brain in order. I did a, tried to do a little bit this morning. Oh, really? I was saying there's so much meditation, but kind of calmness. Yeah. But all I could think about was they should make, you know, scampi fries? Yeah. They should make giant fortune Ooh. scampi fries. Yeah. Because when you think about scampi fry, there's enough air pocket in there to slip yeah. in a little bit of printed wisdom. Yeah. So, so when I was tr- I was trying to kind of meditate, all I could think about was this giant fortune scampi fries, and and you could make that wisdom maritime themed. They are a taste of the ocean. It wouldn't be difficult to do. You could repurpose a fortune cookie, couldn't you, by just dipping it in a bit of fish sauce. You could, but I think actually having the breaded scampi... Anyway, the point I'm trying to make is it's quite easy to get distracted when you're trying to get mindfulness. Uh, fact me two times. If Twain hadn't pursued music, she said she'd like to have been a vet. Does that impress you? It does impress me, actually. Um, I mean, it's an easy thing to say, isn't it? Like it's easier yeah. to say I would have become a vet than to actually do the work and become <laughs> yeah. a vet. I would have trained for seven years, been the absolute height of my profession. I think if I hadn't been a third-rate unemployed stand-up comedian, do you know what I think I might have been? I think I might have been a brain surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> Fact me three times. Her song, Up, 
was used as a wake-up call for Canadian astronaut Dave Williams when he was in space on the Space Shuttle Endeavour in 2007. But she's not impressed with him, I should imagine. I doubt it. She doesn't like rocket scientists. She's definitely not going to like astronauts. Now, you'd think that would be all anybody needs to know about the Canadian country singer-songwriter Shania Twain, wouldn't you, Phil? Oh, yeah. But you'd be wrong, Phil. And I shall tell you why you're wrong, because the good people of the city of Timmins in Canada decided that people needed to know a hell of a lot more about the Canadian country singer-songwriter Shania Twain. And they proposed to open a visitor centre all about her. Why Timmins, Phil? That's why we're asking, isn't it? Why Timmins? Because that's where Canadian country singer-songwriter Shania Twain was born. Right, Okay, I get all that. But before we go on, Phil... You can't mention Timmins without giving me some of the most basic information. You're telling me you've not heard of Timmins? Never. What, go go Wildcats. <laughs> Timmins is a city in northeastern Ontario, Canada. The city is the fourth largest city in northeastern Ontario region with a population of 41,788. The city's economy is based on natural resource extraction and is supported by industries related to lumbering and to the mining of gold, zinc, copper, nickel and silver. Wow, that's incredibly boring, but I've got it. You know who Shania Twain is, right? Yep. You know the things that do and don't impress her, yep. right? You uh, know where she's from, Timmins in Canada, where the uh, Texas accent comes from, yep. right? Um, now I want you to tell me all about the Shania Twain Centre in Timmins, Canada. Do it immediately, Phil Lucas. Okay, well I have a personal belief, Phil, and you can call it prejudice, you can call it a deep insight, or you can call it the opinion of an uninformed nobody... But that view is that local authorities rarely run tourist attractions well. Getting your bins collected, they can be very good at that. Issuing parking tickets, they can be excellent at that. Running tourist attractions? Absolute arse. And so (laughs) it was proved with the Shania Twain Centre. I can't even really think of a government-run tourist attraction. Well, remember when the government tried to run the uh, Millennium Dome? Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) That was bad. There's an example. Okay, let's start from the beginning. We don't have the name of the Bright Spark who originally came up with this gem of an idea of the Shania Twain Centre. But what Hmm. we do know is that the project was backed by a a consortium of groups or businesses. uh, And one of those was Timmins City Council. Now, they figured... Bearing in mind, we're talking sort of planning stages of this, 98, 99. They figured that cashing in on the popularity of their most famous once resident, she quickly got out of there when she got some money, um, would be a money spinner. Now, you see, the town itself, Timmins, uh, which, although sounding like a well-known cobbler, wasn't exactly (laughs) a tourist hotspot. But they figured that if they could provide something that would lure people to the city, then it may well become one. Now, ambitious projections stated that Shania Twain, in the form of a building, Mm. could bring in 50,000 visitors a year, all right? And even the most sort of pessimistic predictions stated the attraction could run at a break-even point, which is 33,000 visitors a year. That sounds like a lot of people. It's a lot of people, but, you know, 33,000, you know, she sold 100 million records, Canada's a big country, and Mm. if it broke even, Phil... Yeah. The, the point the point here is that even if the centre itself is not making a profit and breaking even, what it does do is it helps fill the local restaurants and the hotels yeah. and brings revenue into the city. That's you the see, big idea, isn't it, really? It's like basically using Shania Twain as bait. 
yeah. aren't they? <laughs> yeah. It's tourist bait to fill their uh, lobster restaurants. <laughs> You summed it up there, Phil, and, you know, there's a logic to it. You know, many towns and cities have tried to regenerate by using a celebrity as bait. Liverpool is a big old proponent of this, isn't it? Um, uh, Yes. There's nothing that uh, the Beatles can't sell in Liverpool, is there? You see it a lot in the UK. If if a new art gallery has appeared in a city or town, you know that that town is being considered high up government ranks as a shithole that needs <laughs> yeah, some major regeneration right. and phase one has been done. Absolutely. There's a, the, uh, there's a really good comedian called Lewis Black and he does a routine about this saying that oh, um, right. if your town is a shithole, what you need to do is build a big fucking thing. doesn't matter what it is. Just build it. Just, it just has to be big and it has to be a thing. What happens is once you build a big fucking thing, you have to have a big fucking thing restaurant and you have to have a big <laughs> fucking thing spa and a big fucking thing travel lodge. And like, it's exactly what it is. It's just that the Shania Twain centre is just a big fucking thing for Timmins, Ontario. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Now, Phil, do you remember those days when we used to be in the European Union? Oh, heady days. Straight bananas. Yes, that's (laughs) it. (laughs) I do miss a straight banana. Uh, Do you remember they used to have the European City of Culture Award? I do very much, yes. I was always always a little bit weirded out by them. (laughs) Because you were always a little bit like, really? But, you, they, but that's it, for you've hit the nail on the head. It was just branding. Yeah. The places were places that were in desperate need of money, resources and regeneration. They weren't. They were not the most cultural places in Europe. It was branding exercise. Yeah. So the idea of having Shania Twain in the form of a building was supposed to do to the city of Timmins what the deep aquarium has done to Hull. Um, because, Phil, at this moment, the Grammy-winning Queen of Country had two acclaimed albums under her belt, including one of the best-selling albums of all time. In those circumstances, is it hardly surprising that Timmins authorities thought, you know what, let's sink $10 million of public Ooh, money into this venture. Shit. That's a lot of money. A lot of public money. $10 million into ST. What do they get for their money, Phil? I'll tell you what they got, Phil. They got a shiny new building on Shania Twain Drive. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was situated next to an open cast mine. Perfect. (laughs) Now, now, to be fair, Phil, that mine was a gold mine. (laughs) It's so funny this. (laughs) This is going to be a gold mine. Nah, mate, that's next door. (laughs) This is going to be a shit show. Now, Phil, you, you you're being you're being very judgmental because that gold mine did have its own public visitor centre and oh, yeah. tour. So you can see what the authorities were thinking. They were thinking that the heady mix of Shania Twain in the form of a building yeah. and a massive open pit <laughs> would really put this city on the map. Did you, did you buy a ticket for Shania Twain and get the gold mine free, or did you do the gold mine and got Shania Twain free? Oh no, they're they're separate. Yeah, they're just hoping for crossover because of geography. Maybe there was a a discount. Do you want to see a Shania Twain dress? Yes. But I'd also like to see a massive, open, clay, muddy pit. Well, that's all right. We can get you a little discount. There probably was a bit of trade-off. But it definitely wasn't a two-for-one, to the best of my knowledge. Uh, Seems short-sighted. Is there a crossover, do you think? Well, Shania Twain's country music, is it? So if it was a farm, if it was like cattle ranching, Mm. I could see that. But I I always thought miners were probably like metal. (laughs) (laughs) So if it was like, like if it was the Me- if it was like the Metallica Museum next to a zinc mine, you'd be like, fucking what a day out, mate! 
<laughs> what a day out. What would be next to the Lighthouse Family Museum? And don't say a lighthouse. I, I would imagine the Lighthouse Museum would just be in the middle of a road. <laughs> <So> <laughs> in the middle of uh, like a five-lane motorway or something, you just have the Lighthouse Family Museum. <laughs> you go, oh, yeah, that's great. I love the middle of the road. And that's exactly where they are. <laughs> Nicely done. Thanks. <laughs> so, Phil, they had this idea, yeah. It cost about 10 million public dollars to set up. They're ready to open. What happened? It was July 2001. Canada Day across the nation. Mm. Now then, uh, this Canada Day started like any other. <laughs> uh, Canada Day is, was a perfect time to unleash the bricks and mortar of the Shania Twain Centre on the world, Phil. Yes. Um, unfortunately, it was also a cold, rainy, drizzly, miserable day. <laughs> Which God doesn't spring. spell country music, does it, really? Um, although I imagine the gold mine did a hell of a, <laughs> did a, hell of a trade that day, being as it is <laughs> underground. Uh, the, the building, actually, before we carry on, the, the Shania Twain mm. Centre, it's a very pretty building. I was looking at it Very today. nice. But, um, I, I mean, this is going to be lost on you, but I'll tell you what it looks like. It looks like the Visitor Centre in Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh, OK. It's very similar. Very really? Very similar, yeah. Anyway, uh, the first kick in the balls came on that Canada Day. Not just, mm. not just was it a rainy, miserable, cold day, uh, but guess who didn't turn up? Uh, the mayor? Shania Twain didn't turn no! up. No! It does seem short-sighted to me. Do you want to know uh, the reasons she gave for being so tardy? Yes, they better be good. Uh, she said it was because she was both pregnant and mm. on tour, which to mm. me feels like two mutually incompatible excuses. I mean, like... Yeah, one or the other, Shania. Settle on it. I mean, we'll accept both. If you rang your work and said, oh, mate, I can't come in today. I've had both my legs amputated and uh, I'm going skiing. <laughs> yeah. well, I think what you've done there is you've lied to me. <laughs> you don't want to be here. To be honest, I, I mean, it's not something that she's done. If somebody said, Phil, they're going to do a museum about your life. I go, mate, that's going to be shit. <laughs> <laughs> they go yeah we're gonna do it we're gonna pay 10 million we're gonna it's gonna cost 10 million dollars i mean don't do that that's gonna make me look like the biggest piece of shit of all time she probably just facts back beat on your own head imagine what you would look like having written a song called that don't impress me much stood on the steps of your jurassic park inspired <laughs> museum to yourself that's on the site of a gold mine hi guys hi <laughs> I know I wouldn't turn up to the fucking I wouldn't turn up to the Phil Cherrod's museum. <laughs> yeah, but you know, realistically, you know, you haven't sold a hundred million albums, you you'll never sell anything in those sort of figures of anything you do. No, uh, this you, is true, you're, isn't you're it? not yeah. you're talented enough. No. Um so do you know, I don't know, did she want to support it? I mean, was she pregnant? Was she on tour? We'll never well, know. I mean, I, I suppose those two things must have been true. I don't think she would have faked a pregnancy just to get out of visiting. No, I don't think she stuck a pillow up her uh, up her jumper just to just to not travel to Timmins. But it'd be great. I don't know what if men were capable of doing that. I would pull that all the time. That pregnant mate. Absolutely. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> all that aside, hardcore fans, and I imagine there's quite a few hardcore Shania Twain no, fans. I think so, yeah, at the time. Uh, they coped with the miserable weather, and they did turn up for this Shania Twainless extravaganza. 21-year-old oh. Ben Abras right. drove 18 hours from Massachusetts to be the first person in line for the public opening. Wow. Right? I suppose you would, if you've got that sort of time, if you're a virgin, haven't you? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
obviously not got a job to go to. Um, He was very pleased with his visit, though. He said, Phil, It was phenomenal. It was more than I could have ever hoped for. Um, uh, Tim Hudak, um, another mega fan of uh, Shania's Twain and Ontario's tourism minister at the time, said the centre was, Phil, Outstanding. Timmins has put itself on the map. Will Sari, uh, who was then tourism manager for the city of Timmins, made some somewhat more prophetic comments too. Phil? The trick now is to keep people interested in coming back and piquing the interest of the first-timers. The focus is to keep the momentum going. We're going to make sure it's well marketed. All sounds pretty good, I think, yeah. uh, despite the weather and the lack of any real Shania Twain on the scene. And for the first few years, everyone seemed moderately happy, which is what you want from a tourist. <laughs> from a tourist, uh, 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 from any tourist spots, really, is that sort of moderate <laughs> level of plodding happiness. Yeah. yeah, seems fine. I think the world would be a better place if more businesses accepted that. Yeah, we live exactly. in a world that is well, more, more, more. Just like, are we doing yeah. all right? Yeah, I'm pretty happy. I, cool. I think there's a lot we can learn from the from the Lighthouse family. They have <laughs> aimed for mediocre and they have hit it firmly on the sternum. <laughs> uh, a uh, popular newspaper. Remember newspapers, Phil? Oh, yes, yes. Big for clever people, small for, for, small for idiots. You know how, like, as a globe, we all basically rumbled that newspapers lie to us all the time. Mm. And then they all went online and now somehow everyone's surprised that they're <laughs> fucking lying all the time. You're like, what? Why it wasn't true? No, it wasn't, mate. <laughs> when they moved from writing lies on rocks and moved over to glass, no one went, well, I think these stained glass windows have got it nailed down. Um <laughs> Uh, so, as a lying newspaper reports at the time, Phil... Dozens of fans from across North America gathered in Timmins every summer to celebrate all things Shania, and it was all centred at the Shania Twain Centre. I think the portent of disaster there, Phil, mm. may come from the word dozens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, dozens of people is what you're happy visiting your craft fair. Like if you do, if you do a bring, if you do a charity bake sale where you do a lemon drizzle cake, right, and some brownies, and you get dozens of people, you'd be pretty happy. But if you've spent ten million dollars on a Jurassic Park inspired theme park, I I, I think dozens is going to mean that you're fucked. <laughs> Yes, okay. And, and Phil, mm. uh, this horror is backed up by the stats, Phil. Between 2003 and 2012. Mm. Oh, 2012. Do you remember that year? Oh, London Olympics. Such a great year. Then it all went It went really badly to shit. And then after that, even worse. <laughs> you know, basically, the coronavirus... It was like, did we even have a month without Brexit? It was like Brexit was done, then immediately the coronavirus started. We've gone from, will will Britain be able to pull off an Olympic Games being the main worry to, will I die if I breathe? <laughs> no. What the fuck happened? Um, between 2003 and 2012, fans of Shania Twain mm. uh, travelled to the centre for the annual International Shania Twain Fan Convention. Ooh, swanky. Um, at the inaugural event in 2003, yeah. 32 people came. <laughs> oh. 32? 
Oh, that's bad, isn't it? What's the population <laughs> of the world? Seven and a half billion. That's bad, isn't it? That's as a percentage of the world's population, that is a poor that showing for really the Twain International Convention. I think if 32 people had turned up to my uh, convention, I would really push the local aspects, I would call it. <laughs> yeah. The Shania Twain Yeah, the Timmy City Shania Twain Convention. <laughs> Yeah, you've got to narrow that shit down, man. man. Um, the peaked attendance, mm. the highest they ever got for the International Shania Twain Fan <laughs> Convention, yeah. was 100 people oh, in 2005. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. That's, there's more people down the local Weatherspoons on a normal day that isn't in isolation. <laughs> if, it, if this was still open, it would mean that the only place you could go and not do social distancing would be the International Shania <laughs> Twain Fan Convention. <laughs> Yeah. It's like you go to Asda, you've got to stand two meters apart. But at the International Shania Twain Fan Convention, fill your fucking boots, mate. Uh, now let's look at some figures, Phil. Mm. Okay, in the first year of operating the Shania Twain Centre, mm-hmm. uh, there were roughly twelve thousand five hundred visitors. 7,600 of those went to the Shania Twain Centre. Uh, the other 5,000 went to the gold mine. 12,500, but they didn't all go to Shania Twain. Yeah, but but the, the lion's share went to Shania Twain. Wow. 5,000 went to the gold mine. 7,600 went to Shania Twain. Nice dress, big open pit. Dresser's winning at the moment. It, it, exactly. In a sentence that I don't think has ever been said before. <laughs> <laughs> In year two, Phil, mm-hmm. attendance peaked at 14,567. Peaked, right? Wow. Listen to this split. Right. Uh, there were 6,203 visitors at the gold mine right. and 8,364 at the Shania Twain Centre. Ooh, right? she's winning it again. She is still winning, right? Country music is winning over open cast mining. <laughs> right? But we don't know how many did both. Okay. Right. Um, or how many sad sacks visited the Shania Twain Centre twice? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> the thing to remember here, Phil, mm. is uh, um, the figures that we quoted earlier, if you can remember that far back. The right. planners had forecast 50,000 visitors a year. Yes, right? that's for profit, yes. They're not close to that. No, they're really not, are they? <laughs> Just purely in terms of the amount of people who are going. They're not close there. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to have to do some pretty impressive Groupon deals to get to get it up to anywhere close to there. Uh, their break-even point was 33000 <gasps> a year. Um, they're not... Uh, oh, they're in the shit here. God, their year one and year two figures put together aren't anywhere near a one-year no. break-even point. No, wow. they, I mean, really, the Shania Twain Centre will be looking at um, Crinkly Bottom uh, with some envious eyes <laughs> at this point, <laughs> I should think. They are, they're going to say, that is a slick operation, that blobby theme park. <laughs> um, none of this, Phil, was mm. helped by the fact that Shania Twain herself didn't even turn up till 2004. <laughs> <laughs> Three years! Three years it took her to get her ass in gear and actually go and see. If they, I mean, I've said that I wouldn't turn up on the opening day of the museum in my honour, but I'd go within the year. She couldn't give a shit, could she? I just want to go and check that underneath every exhibit they didn't have little plaques that say, look at this dickhead. I want to like... I want to know what they were up to. I wouldn't have thought, oh, Jesus Christ, she must have been busy. So let's just uh, let's, let's just uh, take a step back a minute, Phil, and let's try and uh, try and paint a picture of what was actually inside the Shania Twain Centre. Um, and to do that, I will do what we always do on this podcast. We'll turn to some TripAdvisor reviews. Good idea, yes. TripAdvisor, review me one time. 
I thought that the gift shop was very well displayed and they had a wide variety of gifts. I so enjoyed the display of the clothing, the plaques, and reading all the interesting information about Shania. It makes me proud to say that I live in the hometown of Shania Twain. Great job! Now that's from a local, so they've got a uh, vested interest. Mm. But it is the first mention of the Shania Twain gift shop, but um, there's a lot of mentions of the gift shop, which leads me to believe (laughs) that they would have made an awful lot of money opening the Shania Twain shop. Yes. (laughs) Which they could have just leased out some retail space. Which would have been I a mean, lot they cheaper. really could have done. There's a Harry Potter shop in Brighton, mm. isn't it? Which I imagine now has gone firmly into receivership. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But before the world went completely bananas, was probably doing a roaring trade, I should imagine. <laughs> yeah. TripAdvisor, review me two times. Such a classy tribute to Shania. Ah, the building itself is gorgeous, grand, yet earthy and beautiful. Just like Shania herself. <laughs> <laughs> Their gift shop at the entrance has something for everyone. It's a museum of everything. Shania, awards of hers, clothing, and photographs. Ah, it's a great collection of everything Shania. Being such a fan of Shania, it made me cry and respect her even more. Worth a visit for sure if you are a Shania fan. If not, you can just visit the gift shop. (laughs) Uh, TripAdvisor, review me three times. The centre's very bright as there are lots of windows. (laughs) The displays are well laid out and easy to view. Also, the items for sale are quality merchandise and reasonably priced. It's basically all about the shop. It was like, if you wanted Shania Twain merch, that's just where you went. They should have just done that. They really should, shouldn't they? They wouldn't even have to have changed anything. They just could have called it the Shania Twain shop and everyone would have been like, fine. Ah, you say that, low Phil. We got one more review. Doesn't mention the gift shop. The music video room is superb. It will need changing as Shania becomes less famous, though. (laughs) I like that one. Of course, Phil, as usual, the funniest TripAdvisor reviews are the terrible ones. Yes, uh, yes. We all know that. Terrible review number one. This place is just really a closet. It has some dresses and memorabilia, but really, it's just pathetic. The building is also used as a community venue, but badly. <laughs> uh, number two. Waste of money? Or should I ever really been there? If so, does she really care about what is connected to her name? I'll never go again. Nothing to see. Oh, God, but he sounds like a lot of fun, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Although, so, he, I think he has summed up uh, Sh- Shania's attitude to the whole place there well, well, well. He's, he's nailed Shania, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. he, can t- he can tell a place Shania Twain has never been. Um, so, I think it's fair to say that we've got a good overview of the place here, right? Yes. It's basically the Shania Twain gift shop. Right. <laughs> yes. Some people who wanted to buy a Shania Twain t-shirt loved it. A few folk hated it. And most other people sat somewhere in the Lighthouse family sort of vicinity. <laughs> <laughs> Firmly in the, yeah, what? Yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> the middle okay. of the road museum. It strikes me as a fairly normal reaction for any tourist attraction, really. You know, yeah. It doesn't blow your socks off, but, you know, it's not It's not the, the International Museum of Racism is a good thing. You know, it's like <laughs> it's generally, it's just a general attraction. Okay. What we have to consider here is not whether the attraction itself was good or bad, right? <laughs> I don't know. Or yeah. <laughs> generally fine, but whether the idea of the attraction in the first place was a pig, right? Yes. What actually went on in cold, hard figures? Tell me immediately, Phil. Well, the attraction never got more than 15,000 visitors a year. 
That is less than half break-even point every single year. And what does that mean? Disaster. Exactly disaster. And disaster because the local authority is bailing it out the whole time to keep that going and bailing it out to quite a large amount. So let me clear my throat and give you some figures. That's not a dry cough. That's just a normal cough. Every resident in Timmins was shelling out $7 a year in taxes just to keep the lights on in the Shania Twain Centre. Jesus, that's bad, isn't it? Yeah. And by 2010, each visitor to the centre was being subsidised by the taxpayer to the tune of $33.72. Christ. So, theoretically, it would have made more financial sense to hand a $20 bill over to a prospective visitor who arrived at the door and then telling them to piss off. (laughs) (laughs) This, quite clearly, is a business that never got going and just got worse and worse as time went on. Now, it didn't help, Phil, didn't help that towards the end of the life of the museum... So the museum is already struggling at this point, yeah? yeah? Shania Twain's management company rock up in a big lorry and take loads of the exhibits back because they want to take them to Las Vegas where Twain's bagged herself a residency. Oh, that's the end. That's a kick in the balls. That's it. That's that's 100% the end. Most of the dresses, gone. Right? Shania's oh. big tour bus, which is a centrepiece of that attraction, gone. Yeah, that, I, I'm amazed they didn't close then. Yeah. Like if someone takes... If you're a museum and someone takes your stuff, what are you? <laughs> <laughs> you're a building with Shania Twain written on it. I suppose you could just about keep it going as the former Shania Twain <laughs> yeah, Centre. Right. People like you and I would far rather see things in decay than as they were. So They'd make more money if it was a cafe with a blue plaque on saying Shania Twain came here once in 2004. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, so people could go, oh, really? But of course, Phil, the, um, the, the Shania Twain Centre people didn't take the obvious solution and go, like, we've, we, we've got to close this now. They just dropped their admission price to $9.00. Just $9 to see virtually nothing of Shania Twain. <laughs> and yet, surprisingly, still nobody came. <laughs> What's $9? I mean, well, now $9 is basically nine quid, isn't it? But like at the time, well, it's about a fiver, I suppose, is it? Uh, I suppose it's about a fiver. We're talking, oh, we're talking about seven years ago. So it's probably only about eight or nine quid, isn't it? And like, you know, the thing is, when you start pricing stuff low, what you're really saying is, mate, there's nothing in here. Yeah, come come look around our museum. It's three quid. You're like, well, you're not gonna have the fucking Sphinx in there, are you? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I went to the Richard the Third experience in Leicester. Sorry, and oh, yeah. um, that's like fourteen quid or something, and that's just a hole in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it was a council building, wasn't it? Like an old council car park or something, wasn't it? It's that? a car park, yeah, old council car mm. park. And um, but the woman, when you buy a ticket for the Richard the Third experience, the woman goes you buy it but you can use it as many times as you like and i'm like mate <laughs> how many times after seeing that hole in the ground once are you going to be sat at home going do you know what i might, I might do i might go back to leicester i can't spend every weekend on hms victory i can't do it i mean the reason they do it without being so cynical is they know that you fundamentally aren't going to do that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's like anything that you might use. If you bought a cinema ticket and they say, oh, think about it, you can see this film as many times as you like. You'd be like, wicked. And you'd go and see it like six times. So you can't <laughs> do that. They know, they fundamentally know that nobody, once they've been to the Richard III experience in Leicester, is ever going to go back again. 
one experience of Richard III is just too much of a head rush. Um, anyway. Uh, in 2011, a financial analysis showed that Timmin City Council faced continuing operating deficits of, get this, at least $300,000 a year Jesus. for that centre to keep open. That ma- didn't matter what they did. They could have tried to make it better, still would have lost three hundred grand in wow. dollars. Uh, they could have scaled it back. The sick pig would still be hemorrhaging money. Now, at roughly the same time as this analysis, right, comes in a company called the Gold Corp Porcupine Gold Mines. Now, they are the people that own the attached gold mine to the yep. Shania Twain Centre, right? Now, they wanted to ramp up the gold mining at their next door big pit. Yes, the viable business. They wanted to yes. extend the viable yeah, business. They wanted to extend the viable <laughs> businesses. So you've got you've got this mine next door to the Shania Twain Centre. The Shania Twain Centre is hemorrhaging money. It's in real trouble. So the gold mining people say, also, we want to ramp up the gold mining. So just yeah. when the museum, is, this centre, is on its absolute last legs, the mining corporation issue assurances to the Shania Twain Centre that their drilling and blasting at the mine would not impinge their centre in the slightest. <laughs> Kicker dog when it's down. Being next to a working mine, I wouldn't have thought is a, is a loud affair in the slightest. <laughs> is, the, is the mine working today? I can't hear anything. That don't impress me. Oh, bless them, bless them. They're, not only are they about to go bust, but the the walls <laughs> the walls and the windows are shaking because <laughs> gold mine next door is just blasting away at the land. <laughs> anyway, got to laugh. Um, so, under those circumstances, Phil, please tell me what happened. In January 2013, the sad bombshell uh, was dropped at a city council meeting when it was revealed that the city had been in secret negotiations with Gold Corp. <gasps> All mm. about the future of the deserted Shania Twain Centre. Uh, the council mm. stated at the meeting that the centre was surplus to the city's needs. I'd go further. <laughs> <laughs> I think that in a world that was where we had like full employment, no healthcare issues whatsoever, a, 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 a world that was basically made of marshmallows, we still wouldn't need the Shania Twain Centre. <laughs> <laughs> the council announced a deal, Phil, to sell the Shania Twain Centre building and its land. Guess who to? Would it be the Gold Corp porcupine mining people? Dirty Gold Corp. Right. They bought it, Phil, for $5 million. Ooh. That's half of the tax dollars spent on the construction. <laughs> yes. They snapped yes. it up. They said, we'll have it, mate. We'll be next door for years watching this fucking shit show. <laughs> we'll buy it. We'll take it off your hands, mate. And we'll fucking get gold under them there, Shania Twains. And the Shania Twain Centre closed its doors on February the 1st, 2013. Oh. Gold Corp. Mm-hmm. Demolished it immediately. (laughs) (laughs) And it became part of their huge open mine. (laughs) It is essentially now a gigantic crater. (laughs) It is true. If you go on Google Images and search for it, it's just a massive hole in the ground. It's just no memory that it was ever even there. (laughs) As for the few exhibits that were still remaining... The council uh, was able to keep hold of them. 
Oh, okay. Uh, uh, what they were planning, Phil, and this mm-hmm. is a coup, uh, they were planning to uh, display them at the airport. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, uh, in a quote from the city council, uh, they said, we're going to display them at the airport, at convention centres, <laughs> and wherever their presence is requested. <laughs> Basically, mate... I've got a shitload of Shania Twain stuff on his van. <laughs> Who's going to request it with the greatest respect? Yeah, I mean, if not, not it sounds like not even Shania Twain wants this shit back. No. <laughs> okay, so that was uh, the Shania Twain centre. Let's pick over the bones of it, Phil. What went wrong? Well, the town mayor said in retrospect, we probably should have taken a better look at the numbers to ensure the expectations could be met. The projections were extremely ambitious. No shit. He was also critical, Phil, of the lack of marketing throughout the uh, existence of the centre. But what are the but what are the more specific reasons that the whole the whole thing was blown into a huge crater in the ground? Well, I think I think it's what we touched on, isn't it? It's the it's the fleeting nature of fame. You know, unless you keep yourself at your peak. You know, a visitor centre is, ne- is never going to flourish, let alone expand. I mean, it's just rushing into it, isn't it? You know, it's fashion, it's fleeting. Yeah. If Shania Twain had been as consistently popular uh, from 1998 to the moment that you and I are speaking in lockdown, yeah. then maybe now you go, you know what, should we do a little small museum tour in her hometown? You'd probably consider it. Yeah. You know, a year after her biggest selling album, stupid. So, Phil, the Shania Twain mm. Centre, it was definitely a shit show, but was it our fault or God's fault? Uh, well, sadly, Phil, just not enough people wanted to see her dresses and stuff like that. Uh, that's not God's fault. That's our fault. It is our fault for not being interested enough in Shania's Twain. I suppose that it could be a little bit of God's fault by p- p- putting uh, a lot of gold under the ground of the building next door. <laughs> <laughs> Where uh, it's unfortunate for the Shire Twain Centre to be uh, uh, located next to a literal gold mine. Um, yes, I think our fault for not being uh, so impressed with the Shire Twain that would be want to go and visit her in the form of a building. So, Phil, th- that was our first uh, podcast in lockdown. Have we got anyone to thank? Uh, we haven't. Uh, we've been about three, three to four weeks off, so we've got no new uh, reviews. That's fair enough. People have got think bigger things on their mind, haven't they? At the moment, I understand that. Eating, breathing, exactly. We understand that. Uh, we have had a few people though on Twitter who have very kindly mentioned us when uh, people have asked for shout outs and things to listen to. So that's very nice. Thank you very much for doing that. I personally would like to thank the one person on the Apple podcast reviews who took their five star star off. Uh, but didn't replace it with anything. So they didn't like just go, actually, no, it's not five star, it's shit, it's one star. They just went, it's just not in part of my world. <laughs> That's right. So they took the time to do that, so thank you. Please do follow us on Twitter. Don't follow us on any of the other social medias. Um, we're never going to be on Zoom, so don't bother setting oh, up a username. God, no. uh, but do follow us on Twitter. Um, so that was the first um, episode of the Crash Bang Wallop podcast from Lockdown. Uh, join us next time for probably not a, a big death toll one because we're trying to lighten the mood a bit while we're in lockdown. Um, so another fun business disaster, is it? Uh, essentially, yes. We'll uh, we'll keep it uh, keep it light. 
<laughs> yeah, that's right. Unless you tweet us and say that you don't want that, that you want it really horrific, in which case we'll we'll just bend to your needs. But whatever you Absolutely. want. Absolutely. Uh, Phil Lucas, have you got anything to add? No, I'm completely done now. I'm worn out. I'm tired. <laughs> I've, I've, I've got no energy left. My brain's addled all over the place. I want to vape. I need some silence. I've got nothing whatsoever to add. Perfect. Excellent. Thank you so much for listening to the Crush Bang Wallet podcast on lockdown. Keep yourself safe. Wash your hands. Uh, if you know anywhere where I can buy toilet paper, please DM me and we'll see you in three weeks' time. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.